Hey there, and welcome to the Agency Rockstars podcast. I'm Dana Lindahl, and I'm the founder of LegendaryLeadGen.com, where we help B2B companies become authorities in their industry, set more sales appointments, and convert those appointments into more sales. We also help other agencies sell our patent process on to their own clients. And we truly believe in the value of building and creating relationships, and in that being the main driver of new sales for agencies. So... Stick around to the end of the show. We're going to be revealing how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing agency podcasts on the planet. All right, let's get straight into it. All right, rock stars, welcome back to the show. Uh, I am your host, Dan, and I am, I think of myself as an MC on stage introducing our next rock star. And that is the case today. Hassan Raza, the growth hacker and UX designer, he is the co founder of a, an agency called RF Studio. Hassan, welcome to the show, my friend. Welcome, Dan. Thank you for having me here. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, you betcha. So let's get into this. I, I want to hear a little bit of your story. Um, how did you get into running an agency? Where did that start for you, Hassan? So um, I basically work on multiple social innovation projects with UNDP, uh, USAID as volunteer. And, uh, you know, a lot of those social innovation projects, uh, I noticed there is a lot of need to do a lot of marketing stuff, a lot of change management, so to say. And that change management usually revolved around marketing, uh, crafting messages that would resonate with the audiences, especially with the, you know, large scale populations, uh, so to say. So, you know, uh, that got me more intrigued into the, into the topic that I got a very good client while I was working with a B2B company um, and, and I had a lot of fun, uh, you know, uh, working with the B2B and then, then I started to focus on that and I, uh, started my own company, RF studio, uh, around the same lines. Uh, so yeah. And, uh, by passion, I can say I, I was a designer. I, I started designing, uh, from very, you know, uh, young age. And, and that was also one of the areas that, it got me motivated to, you know, kind of start my own thing and, uh, you know, have my own ship. <laughs> yeah. And you're in the Boston area. Is that right? Yeah. Um, uh, I, I was in Boston area. Currently I'm in, uh, Pakistan. I'm not in the Boston area. Okay. Uh, due to COVID, uh, I was traveling, so I couldn't travel back. So yeah. I'm hoping <laughs> things change <laughs> <as> soon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But so, so in the Boston area, then that's, I mean, that seems like a really big tech town from what yeah. I understand. So that kind of yeah. makes sense then. So who, who do you work with then as an agency? What do your clients look like? Are they those tech folks? Is it other stuff medical? What yeah, do they so, look like? yeah. So uh, we work with a, with a distributed in memory caching company. Um, uh, they, they're one of the reddest competitors. I won't name them here. Uh, but uh, you know, they're they're used by a lot of uh, top tier Fortune 500 companies, uh, so you know that's uh, that's one of the portfolio. We work with a lot of SaaS companies as well. We have three uh, big SaaS startups as our as our uh, clients. Mm-hmm. We are working with a food tech company and one with a API focused company uh, as well. So gotcha. that's pretty much our you know niche and focus, I can say. Yeah. So you got run, run the gamut across a couple different industries 
Um, yeah. Sounds like, okay. And, and I like that. So I was, as I was researching you, um, Hassan, mm-hmm. I, I saw the, an rsstudio.co, um, a multidisciplinary digital agency. Let mm-hmm. our growth marketing services fuel your business, a house full of digital gurus. That's a, that's fun. That's really good. Um, is everybody that works at RF Studio that digital focus? Are you all designers at heart, all internet, you know, nerds like me? I mean, that's what I love to do. Uh, what does that look yeah. like for your company? So uh, my team is kind of distributed, uh, you know, from, from the very beginning we have been, I mean, this COVID shifted a lot of things, uh, digital disruption and remote jobs are now more in uh, fashion. But uh, when I started in 2015 uh, with, with uh, you know, full time on RF Studio, uh, we started with the same motto, like that if we find good talent, it, would, it could be in any place of the world. So mm-hmm. we have designers, we have developers, uh, we have growth hackers, TPC consultants. So, you know, it's very multidisciplinary. Uh, team uh, I have. I'm, I'm lucky to have all of them uh, with me and, you know, uh, working with us. So mm. it, it's my privilege to host them here. Yeah. Uh, in fact, yeah. So how, how do you, as an agency owner, co-founder, mm-hmm. how do you scale and grow over these last few years and maybe even especially last year? What, is, what does that look like for you? Last year was... Uh, a little bit tough, uh, I would say. Uh, we were working with uh, with a food tech company. They were mainly focused on the hospitality industry, and you know, as you you see that a lot of job cuts and and reduction in terms of economy happened in the food tech uh, space. So that was a tough year overall. Uh, but we didn't lose hopes. We tried to pivot them as well, help them in the pivot as well. Uh, we. Uh, we try to formulate some new alliances. Uh, so we have partnered up with, uh, with another company to kind of extend our CMS base. Basically, we are building a chat uh, automation solution now, uh, which would be our own proprietary solution, uh, which would help the fintech space uh, to, to have a more robust API in front of them to uh, craft conversations, uh, you know, on the go. So, so you know, this would be, uh, you know, like a robot, but it would be trained or, you know, a human intervention would also be possible for, for that. Gotcha. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, it's, it is it is incredible how technology has changed what we do over the years, what marketing used to be yeah. 20 years ago to what it is today. Um, yeah. And just business in general, right? Like you said, yeah. Hassan, you, you've got distributed you're in Pakistan right now. You've got people all over the yeah. place. Um, it's incredible. Um, I'd love to hear a story about maybe maybe your favorite story, highlighting uh, a specific way that you've been able to serve your clients over the years. Maybe a favorite win you have. Okay, favorite win. Um, so it was a tough uh, around fifteen hundred, uh, you know, sized uh, website which we were rebranding and and. Uh, doing all the information architecture from, from scratch. And client had multiple challenges, like they, they had a lot of low CTR issues, they had a lot of uh, content issues, and especially there were a lot of design areas which were like really challenging for the team. And, and, and the way we kind of, my team handled that and the way they uh, you know, came together, helped the client to understand the challenges and, and solve them together 
really kind of expedited their growth overall. So when we launched, we, we hit the launch button, we saw at least 3x growth in their overall traffic, uh, a 2x growth in their CTR. So, you know, a lot of things uh, happen on that end. And what's something specific a business owner, an agency owner might think about when it comes to, let's say, CTR conversion, for instance? How do you grow that conversion rate <clears throat> over the course of, you know, three months, six months? What's one of your pieces of advice for those businesses? So in terms of CTR, I believe uh, it's mainly going down to the roots of uh, intent. So what intent a user is trying to uh, you know, get at. So we try to understand that, do a lot of research on that. In fact, our content writing stuff is done you know, in, in lesser time compared to what we do in the research. So we try to go to the niche topics, a lot of deep areas, uh, like what if this .NET user is suffering from a challenge in this specific use case? What would be they're searching for in that specific scenario is what we were trying to be, you know, get at. And, and once we can uh, figure that out correctly, so a, a lot of A-B testing would be involved there. So we might be placing the same content in three different headings or three different titles. Uh, avoiding the duplicates, obviously, as well. Uh, but we would definitely recommend uh, both of these techniques to you know, go deep down into the intents, as well as also try to experiment around uh, what, what headings could be possible there, you know, what, what, what could excite people to click on your link and go out and, and find the information they're looking for. Mm. So, so intent, um, testing, do, do you test everything or do you only do certain tests and take your learnings and apply them to the next thing? Is it always testing? Uh, it, it, uh, I believe when, when a company has, you know, a working website, a working project, a working uh, web application, uh, testing becomes uh, one of the main areas where, you know, the iterative uh, growth happens basically. You know, so you are you're always seeing what, what could be changed, what, what we could uh, evolve over time. Uh, but testing, I believe, it is, yes, uh, something that would apply to all the areas, even in the beginning or, uh, you know, afterlife of the project as well. You, you would always be testing uh, different stuff, different growth hacks to see where we can bring growth, basically. Yeah, never happy with just doing, you got to, you got to pull it apart yeah. and test it and, and use the data to drive your decisions. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Hassan, what, what kind of pain points are you seeing in with your clients right now? Is it, and have they changed over the years? Like was last year specific pain points. So let's talk about that for a minute. What kind of pain points do you see among your clients right now? So return on advertising spend uh, has been a major pain point since these uh, big uh, three platforms have started to kind of, you know, uh, make, make these things very difficult for the companies, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, we, we used to spend quite, you know, and, and used to get very good results uh, over the last couple of years. But since, you know, a lot of algorithm changes have happened over Google, a lot of algorithm changes uh, happen over Facebook. So, you know, a lot of things have, you know, affected the return on advertising spend actually. So, you know, people are not getting enough results compared to what they're spending. And that may be because of, I believe, two reasons. Maybe people are spending more in, in, in this post-COVID, uh, you know, 
uh, time or maybe uh, those algorithms are really affecting uh, the overall delivery and uh, consumption or maybe there is another uh, tangent that we can think about is the content fatigue so you know people are mm-hmm. consuming more content these days uh, we noticed that there is you know a big spike at least 30 40% more consumption of content overall happened uh, over digital mediums so you know that that fatigue might be coming in as well uh, mm-hmm. which would be affecting users to uh, more frequently take actions or more frequently consume um, material online which mm-hmm. is presented to them as an advertising or advertisement so i believe this is one of the key areas where people are trying to do ppc campaigns and and trying to uh, earn some business through advertising this is one of the key areas that we struggled with uh, during this this uh, this last year yeah so i know there's no like at least i would think there's no, i'm not going to put words in your mouth maybe you have a different idea here there's probably no one silver bullet marketing tactic or strategy to grow a business. But I feel like there, you know, you mentioned a little bit ago, Hassan, that you, you, the algorithm changes, right? Yeah. So it feels like there's things that we need to be doing, other things we can shift our focus to. Do you have a suggestion to specifically agency owners listening uh, mm-hmm. to grow their own business where you might begin to focus on in the upcoming year uh, when it comes to their growth? So, being an agency owner, uh, my growth of the business has been through these one-to-one connections, uh, through knowing people, through my own network. Uh, and I believe uh, that's a single advice I would give out to any other agency owner as well, to you know, never stop marketing. Don't get too busy to market your own self. Yeah. Always be out there uh, and, and keep doing uh, efforts to, you know, make this connection in an organic way. If you would build these connections on an inorganic or, or to an outbound reach, uh, it, it might sound well, but again, it would, it would not found, find that, you know, connection between what you should have between your clients. So, so that's my advice to, you know, always be out there and, and uh, keep connecting with people. Uh, which resonate with your, with your agency dynamics and which can be your potential good customers. Yeah. Uh, it kind of feels like the old school, old world networking, uh, and, yeah. and making, making friends, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> um, it's not just yeah. about throwing more money at PPC or at Facebook ads cause it, it could change, but it's about making connections and human connection, I guess. Huh? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, um, uh, it's, it's it's a lot difficult post COVID because uh, I really struggle to you know kind of do prospecting while sitting here. Uh, it's a lot easy being there, being in the in the physical space to connect with someone over over a cup of coffee. So, you know that's a lot easier to do compared yeah. to when you have to do a lot of these Zoom calls. So a lot of Zoom fatigue is out there. I mean, I noticed yeah. that in the team as well. So. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Zoom is a lot of uh, you know adding the fatigue as well. So all yeah. all the time we are doing these calls, and uh, you know there is no divide between you know the the world of digital now. Mm. We are doing digital, and it's all digital. So it's, I don't it know. Is, <laughs> it is all digital. Uh, yeah. How how do you deal with that Zoom fatigue and that prospecting digital? Uh, how, do you unplug from that? Do you spend your 
evenings or weekends or early mornings doing something different? Like, how do you stay fresh? So I, over the time, uh, have tried, because this was a new experience for all of us. Um, we used to have an office. So when we said, okay, we are, we are going to go all virtual, uh, it, was, it came with a lot of challenges because we used to do a lot of meetings initially. It was like, uh, sometimes I had like eight hours a day and nine hours of meetings. Mm. Uh, but <laughs> yeah. but eventually I figured out a lot of those meetings could be avoided. So for internal team, I kind of started stressing them. I said, okay, if this could be done over an email or could be done through a form, like our uh, daily standup happens over a form now. It, it does not require people to come to a Zoom call, be there in that time, basically. So that way they can, you know, asynchronously connect with other people to, uh, to work around uh, yeah. that part. Yeah. So, so we learned that eventually. But uh, yes, there, there are some meetings that cannot be avoided, like the customer meetings or, or prospecting meetings. Uh, but mostly the, the prospecting and, and my sales team is doing that. So a lot of the actual hands-on people are, are not any more part of those conversations or, or those calls. We try to uh, help them focus more on the work, actually, than compared to you know, doing a lot of meetings. Yeah, that's good advice. Uh, yeah. I, have, I have one last question for you, but before I get there, Hassan, would you yeah. make sure that our audience c- can connect with you and your business? Where's the best place to send folks? So we, we, we can connect over LinkedIn. We can connect over, uh, over email. Um, and my email is max at rfstudio.co. And I would, I would love to, uh, you know, know more people and, and connect with more people. That's, uh, that's what my part of the job description is. <laughs> that's what yeah. I do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. And then rfstudio.co uh, is the website, yeah? Yes. Yes. All right. So here's, so here's the setup for you, Hassan. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. You're an agency rock star and rock stars are counterintuitive. Uh, there's kind of a counterculture of rock and roll, right? So here's mm-hmm. this question for you. Uh, I want to know about some counterintuitive advice. Is there anything over the years that you've learned or advice you've heard that seemed counterintuitive at first, but had a massive impact on your business once you implement it? Okay. Um, advice. Okay. Uh, I believe, you know, when when I started initially, uh, I was naive around the cash flows, so to say. So, you know, people used to tell me, bring up the pricing question up front. Ask this if, if you match with someone's pricing bucket uh, up front. Uh, and I never used to do that. I... I avoided that question. I, I used to prospect a lot of time and, you know, bring the que- pricing question at the very end. Uh, but eventually I learned that, okay, this was very beneficial advice. Like when you know if you're right in the budget of the, of the, of the customer is, you know, so, so that's something uh, very, very useful for us to, you know, have as an advice, uh, I believe. Yeah. Great stuff. Hassan, Raza, Max, thank you so much for being a part of Agency Rockstars. Uh, RF Studio is a place to go. Uh, Hassan, thanks, man. Cheers. Appreciate you. 
Thanks for listening to the Agency Rockstars podcast. If you're an agency owner who would like to appear in this podcast, please visit legendaryleadgen.com slash podcast slash apply. Also, if you found this episode valuable, I would really appreciate you sharing it on social media. Even just a quick screenshot of the episode showing on your phone shared to social media would be great. If you truly enjoyed the episode, we'd also really love a rating in your favorite podcast player. Please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button so you won't miss any of our upcoming episodes. Thanks again for listening. I'm Dana Lindahl, and if you want to connect, you can find me on LinkedIn. You can also find more information about everything we're currently doing at legendaryleadgen.com. Thanks for listening, and hope to hear from you soon.